Hello there and welcome back to the History Rocks podcast series. I hope that your essays so far are already showing some improvements and you are really beginning to hit those higher levels. Send in any questions you might have or feedback and I'm sure that we will include it. I'm bringing you one of my favourite jokes today and it is another Soviet one so stay tuned to this one. If you know anything about Russian history you'll know that queues were a big issue and people um, often found that there were big shortages of certain goods in, in the Soviet Union and it was difficult to get hold of them, even some of the basic stuff. So this joke goes like this. Uh, Yuri Gagarin's daughter, Yuri Gagarin was the first man in space. Yuri Gagarin's daughter hears the phone ring in the living room and she goes over there and she, she picks up the phone and says, hello. And the voice on the other end of the phone says, um, hello, I'm looking to speak to a Mr. Yuri Gagarin, please. And the daughter goes, well, I'm, I'm afraid he's not in. He'll be back next Tuesday. He's just navigating the earth in space. And the voice goes, oh, right. Okay. And well, okay. Is, is your mother there by any chance? And the daughter replies to him, well, um, my mother went out to go and buy some butter this morning um, at about 10 o'clock and I don't know when she'll be back. Bum bum! Again, what an absolute classic. Love it, love it, love it. That's one of my all-time favourites. There's some really good ones out there. So as I've said before, send me in your favourite history jokes at my history rocks on the Twitter handle and I will share them out to all of our listeners. All right, today's session is just a brief one, actually, before I get into the actual nitty gritty of writing essays. Today's episode is going to focus upon what is the difference between analysis and description, okay, or narrative. So what is the difference between analysis and what is the difference between description? So I have had over the years many students who just write and write and write and write and write and write and write. And after about nine pages, you know, the hand is, is wobbling and they've still not got any higher marks. And they're really confused by it. They're like, Mel, what is going on? Why am I not hitting those, you know, level four and level five responses? And I'm like, well, to be honest, it's not that you don't know stuff. You know loads of stuff. In fact, you're using too much stuff in your essays. Your essays are really descriptive. Now, in the last episode, I mentioned on how to start a paragraph. The One of the worst cases is starting a paragraph with, in 1945. I know that we're going to go down a really descriptive route then. You're going to tell me everything that you know that happened in 1945 in relation to the question and then towards the end of it, if I'm lucky, you might make some kind of judgment on the question itself. This is pure level two slash level three stuff here. We need to drop that narration. We need to stop the description. Stop. You can actually write less and gain more marks if you are more selective in the kind of evidence that you are using. So to reiterate, start those paragraphs with a clear link to the question and judgment. Already that's setting you up to start well. So instead of saying in 1945, you might start like that previous question we were talking about, you know, the suggestion that Poland was an important reason why the wartime allies um, uh, fell out is, is somewhat credible. Okay, so you're making a judgment 
on it there and then. So the next thing to do is to think about the kind of evidence that you can select to support that question. It doesn't have to be everything that you know about Poland. Just pick two or three things that suggest that Poland was really important in um, the collapse of the wartime alliance. And that way, you know, you're not having to, well, you're not going to tell me everything that you know about it. So you might talk about the differences, you might talk about the Soviet support for the Lublin government over the London Poles. You might talk about how Stalin prevented them from forming a government, etc. So just a couple of examples, two or three, I would say, in order to support the case that you're making. And then, of course, you can go into counter-arguing, and we'll come to that at another point. Now, doing that is going to save you some time. You know, it's going to save you some time. It's going to save you that achy hand. And equally, it's going to make for a much more analytical answer. So description is telling me everything you know. All right. And you've, you know, I know that there are students out there that think if they do that, they're going to pick up more marks, but you don't. So what is analysis then? Well, analysis is a bit different to description. It's not just the the who and the when and the what happened. Okay, so if we think of that as the description, the who, the when, the what. Analysis is the why, to what effect, what was the impact? Yeah, why did it happen then and not before? Yeah, this is analysis. This is when you really start looking at the motivations behind things, why certain things occurred then and not before, what led that particular event to happen. So when we are reading your answers, we don't want to hear everything you know about it. We want you to be really selective, but then talk about why that evidence demonstrates the point in the question, why that event occurred then and not before? What was the lasting impact of that? What was the effect of that? Yeah, before you reach an overall judgment on it. That's what we mean. So don't tell me the story. Yeah, tell me the whys, to what effects, what was the impact, etc. I hope that helps. Practice that in your next essay, because I can guarantee you it's going to improve your overall result. Okay, so send in any questions, any feedback, my history rocks on Twitter. Send me your jokes. I want to hear some more. Take care now.